Welcome to the first ever episode of the Camp Randall Platoon. I'm James White, former Wisconsin running back. Went there from 2010 to 2013. Wisconsin holds a very special place in my heart. I'm always tuned in, so I'm excited to bring you, you know, Badger football news, updates, and nuggets with two of my good friends. First off, I'd like to introduce Sojourn Shelton. What's going on, everybody? Sojourn Shelton. Went to Wisconsin from 2013 uh, to 2016. Played in a lot of big games. Uh, Madison also holds a special place in my heart, especially being a kid from South Florida and going there, all the hospitality, the love. So um, it's always love. I love to be able to, you know, tune in to the games and, you know, just be able to talk football with everybody. And then next yeah. up, my dog, Warren Heron. Going on, everybody. Uh, Warren Herring played a uh, former, uh, former defensive lineman for the Wisconsin Badgers, played from 2010 to 2014. Love me some Madison. Miss me some Madison. The people, the food, obviously, the team, the camaraderie. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely my second home. What would y'all say is y'all favorite part of Madison? Was it the football, the atmosphere, the campus, which the scenic, the jump around? What would y'all say is y'all? The things that intrigue y'all the most. Say the environment, man. Yeah. You know, just being able to, you know, come out, you know, come out the tunnel and see all that red, the fans going crazy. You know, we all know that Badger football is is big in the state of Wisconsin. So just being around that atmosphere, you know, playing in a lot of big games, crowd going crazy. Um, you know, I, I think the the atmosphere is 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 definitely top notch, especially being able to go and play at all those other schools that we played in. I think I think definitely. In the Big Ten, we we definitely up there for sure. What about you, Omar? I agree with that, man. The atmosphere is crazy. Like, <laughs> from day one running out of the tunnel to your last game running out of the tunnel, like, it ain't no feeling like it. And then just, like, having that atmosphere, you know, on the campus outside of a game day, too, keeping that same energy, uh, the, the the fan base, the students, and things like that, man, it's, it, there's no other uh, campus lifestyle. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I Love everything about Madison from the people. You're the only show in town, you know. Obviously, you got the Green Bay Packers. But the fans are just in tune, just as much in tune with the Green Bay Packers as they are with the Wisconsin football team. So, you know, on game days or whether you you walk around campus, they know everybody from the (laughs) incoming freshmen to the seniors. You know, everybody's tuned in. You go to class, everybody knows who you are. I definitely miss those days. And like I said, I formulated my friends for life. You guys, Warren, Soge. Sure. Definitely memories that I'll never forget for the rest of my life, but it's enough Go of the on. introduction. Get to the X's and O's. And, <laughs> you know, right now, obviously, there's a new era in Wisconsin football. I know we all were coached by Coach Chris Warren. You were on defense, but I know Soj, Coach Chris was your head coach for a little while. Yeah. It's definitely kind of hard to see my guy go because I know he got a lot of a, the bad rap for what was going on. They had a tough year, you know, last season, and everybody was kind of expecting, you know, Jim Leonard to kind of step in for that. But, you know, it's the Luke Fickle era. You know, what were you guys' initial thoughts on, you know, seeing the hire from Luke Fickle, seeing Coach Chris get fired or whatnot? Bro, I was I was super excited, not super excited to, you know, for Coach Chris to be uh, leaving. But, you know, once I found out that, you know, Coach Fickle was the one coming in, I mean, here it is. You got a guy that's that's been a part of, you know, a winning program when he was at Ohio State. And then, you know, you just look at the things he was able to do um, going to a school that, you know, let's be honest, None of us paid attention to the University of Cincy, you know, before he got there. For sure. Um, and, you know, just for him to take them to, like, I, I looked up and, you know, I forgot because I, I watch football a lot. So 
I had kind of forgot. I'm like, man, he he took them to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And that's the ultimate goal um, each year is, you know, to, is to get into, you know, that top four teams and be able to compete uh, against, you know, the the top, you know, teams in college football. So, you know, once once I found out that it was him, the, the defensive mastermind he come with, um, I was super excited, you know, uh, just for us to, you know, also be able to try and get some more guys in there that we know we're going to, you know, make. Uh, those impactful plays, you know, it's it's always one or two plays you off, you know, yeah. from winning certain games. So, you know, I just think with him coming in with his with his, you know, his team and you know his his philosophies, I'm, I'm super excited. You know, we definitely got to get in the playoffs, man. We're a school that we're always, you know, it's been a couple times yeah. we've been right there, yeah. um, and you know, it was just one or two plays that we didn't get in. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that you know he can kind of you know pick up you know that that little gray area and we'll be able to we'll be able to sneak in there, man, because we deserve it. Yeah. About you, Juan, what was your initial thoughts when, you know, Coach Chris got let go, mm-hmm. you know, Coach Coach Fickle gets hired or, you know, or any time in between, who do you think was going to get hired? What was your feelings? For sure. Uh, it was tough. You know, you got a, a, you know, Coach Chris being a Badger guy through and through since day, you know, since since birth, you know, being a Wisconsin guy. And, you know, you always want to keep it, you know, in the Badger blood, keep the team in the, in the Badger family. And uh, it was hard to see Coach Chris go. And, you know, truth be told, I thought Leonard had it, you know, yeah. especially coming off of, you know, what, they, what they've what they done uh, under Leonard, especially on defense and then coming out of the bowl games and things like that when they had Leonard. Um, but hearing about uh, hearing about Coach Fickle, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was excited. I mean, you got a guy that knows how to win. You know, you see what he did at Cincinnati with that program, you know, coming out of the playoffs. Like I, I, I like I said, I'm badger through and through. I want to see this program go to the next level, just like, just like all of us. Yeah. So I'm excited to see the next step we take and the changes we make and, and see, and see how far we go. Yeah. For me, it was, it was tough because coach Chris, obviously he coached me, you know, for two years and he ended up going to Pitt and whatnot uh, as the head coach there, which I was extremely happy about. He was the first coach, you know, who I met on my first visit to Wisconsin. I met him and coach Rudolph. We ended up going to some, you know, random, you know, restaurant right across, right across the street from the stadium. And we built a, a strong relationship kind of from that point. He, he really taught me the game of football from X's and O's. We built a strong relationship. So it was definitely hard for me to see Coach Chris go because, I, like I said, I thought he did a great job. He had a, a winning record, you know, at Wisconsin. You know, he never took us to, like, that next step, national champion step, but he always had us right in contention every single year. And it was, it was hard for me to see him go when, when he got fired. And I said he's a guy who I talked to or checked in with probably at least you know, once or twice, three times a year and whatnot. You know, even when I got hurt, he checked in on me. And I, I almost even thought about coaching with him once I, you know, I, I broke my hip and I wasn't sure whether I was going to, you know, go back to playing football or, you know, transition to something else. And like, he was willing with open arms to try and, you know, help with that transition as well. So he was definitely a good friend of mine, still is a good friend of mine. So I'm happy to see him land on his feet in Texas as an offensive analyst. But, mm-hmm. you know, seeing – you know, Luke Fickle come in. I was definitely excited seeing, like you guys said, seeing what he did, you know, at the University of Cincinnati. I mean, they weren't really good. They were probably good right before we got into college when they had, you know, some guys like Kelsey and whatnot, like back then. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he brought that team into contention. And I feel like he really took that program to the next level. And I think that's, you know, as Wisconsin football players, Wisconsin football fans, I think that's what we're all kind of waiting for, for our team to take it to the next level. I know, you know, me and you, Warren, we, our first couple of years, you know, we were on the cusp of, you know, being top five, or we may have been top five at some point, made it to Rose oh. Bowls, or very close to possibly being in the national championship before there was playoffs and whatnot. 
but we never actually made it to that stage and to see you know what he did for a program which you have would have probably never thought would make it to a four-team college football playoff he mm-hmm. took him to there like there's a lot of excitement for me like just thinking about what he could possibly do for the program because I think he he'll be able to bring in you know more talent than what he did at Cincinnati. So to think if he can bring that talent you know into Wisconsin, there's no reason why we shouldn't be playing for you know national championships and playoffs you know from here on out, especially with the the 12 team college football playoff now versus the 14. We feel like we definitely could find our way in there. I'm not sure how quickly that would be, but I I love what I've seen so far from him. So what do you guys think needs to be done from a coaching perspective, player perspective to you know, kind of take that next step for us to actually, you know, win those big games against Michigan, win against Ohio State, you know, win against Michigan State or Iowa on the road, that type of thing. What do you think can be done from his perspective or from a player perspective? It's a a tough question, man. (laughs) Just for the simple fact that, like, we've even, like, I look, obviously the last couple years have kind of been, you know, down years, you know, compared to, you know, when, when we were there, when you guys were there. But you know, you always know it's, it's literally like the the year you were talking about, y'all really could have went to the national championship. Yeah. It was literally Gosh. like two plays, y'all two plays off. You get what I'm saying? I know mm-hmm. it was the, the bomber in Michigan State. Yeah. And then I think the bomb against the Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're talking about two plays changing the whole trajectory of your season. And I just think, you know, I think it comes down to, you know, just just homing in on on those, you know, the little things which you hear a lot, like the game is truly a game of inches. And, you know, you always one mistake, you know, away from losing a game. So, you know, just everything that I've seen online, just with everything with, uh, you know, the Wisconsin football pages, it seems like, you know, they are truly, you know, working on just being disciplined. And I think that's the, you know, that's the key word, you know, just, just having discipline in those tight crunch situations, you know, it's going to come, right. You know, you're going to be in a, a 24, 20 game, Fourth quarter, you got the ball last, you know, you got to make a play or you need somebody to mm-hmm. make a play on the defense side of the ball. So I think that's that's really what's going to take us to the next level alongside with, you know, with recruiting. And I think he, he's done a tremendous job since he's got there. He's added a yeah. lot of people, For whether sure. it be transfers from other schools um, or sort of some of the people that he was just able to bring in with this being his first you know, recruiting class. So. Um, I'm just excited to see all those guys finally put it together. You know, you see all the videos on, you know, on Instagram, on Twitter, you know, on all the social media platforms of guys making plays, guys competing, guys talking trash. You know, I think those are the things that you need, um, you know, in, 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 in the camp, in camp to, to be able to come together. But then also, you know, when it, when it's really crunch time, now it's time to show it, you know what I'm saying? When, when it really matters the most. Yeah. And for you, Warren, like you, you got to work in recruiting for a few years, so, like you can kind of share some insight of you know what can be done from you know that side of things to kind of you know get better players in or find the the right fits or you know like soldiers kind of alluding to we got a lot of transfers in this upcoming mm-hmm. year getting some you know highly touted recruits already committing to University of Wisconsin so it already sure. seems like things are starting to shift but what do you think what else can be done to you know help this team reach the next level? Man, to be honest, especially from a recruiting standpoint, one of the things that I notice is like when guys come on campus and they see what Madison is all about, like that's when commitments start coming in. Like a lot of the big commits that we got when I was there was all because guys got on campus and saw what Madison, saw what Madison was about, you know, saw the lakes, saw the campus, saw how warm it was in the summer. Like it ain't just this ice block with cornfields, you know, it's the, the campus has an appeal to it and it has a feel to it when you get there of like, this is home. It has that homey feel. And especially getting into the facilities, like we have amazing facilities, 
So once you get guys on campus, I think it's, you know, it's a done deal from there, you know, going to go get those highly touted guys. Cause it, it is a day where, you know, it is, it's a time where you got to go recruit the best talent. Yeah. I mean, you got to appeal to the best talent. You got to pull out everything you have from a recruiting standpoint, showing off your, your gear and all that stuff. So we do have to take that next step in, uh, in the recruiting, uh, in the recruiting world and i think you know they've done a good job at already doing it like you look at their 2024 class right now and i think we got like 20 guys already uh and some and some really big name guys so i mean i think they're doing a good job i think they have a, a great formula uh you know in terms of having success on the field too you know bringing in new schemes guys got to buy in on the wisconsin side like you know we went through that you know switching from the uh Bielema to the alvarez or to the um Anderson, Anderson era, switching offenses, switching defenses, and things like that. So you went through it, going through, going from Anderson to Coach Chris. Yeah. Like it's it's a transition. So guys have to buy into the program. Like you know, you got to win and coach. So buy into that formula. He had he knows what it takes to win, and it's just like it's working together. So I mean, I think if we do that, especially this year, I mean, we have the talent to do it. You know, we're taking this off season, you know, uh, workouts and camp. You know, building that team camaraderie, but also paying attention to the details. You know, figuring out the playbook. Man, I think we got a really good chance this year. Yeah, I think a lot of what y'all are saying. I think recruiting's a huge part of it. I think the biggest pride thing is is just winning, and yeah, part of winning is bringing in the right recruits. You know, mm-hmm. being able to develop guys. And I think that's a a big thing that's not talked about in college football is these coaches being able to develop players. A lot of times, everybody wants guys to come in and make an immediate impact. And that's not every player is going to come in in their freshman year, be ready to go and prepare. So I think what I – obviously he had to do it at Cincinnati to develop those players who, mm-hmm. you know, you may not hear about their freshman year, their sophomore year, but their junior year, they finally, you know, grasp everything. They kind of hit the ground running and they have a really good senior class. So I think like having – a very talented, like 20 guys, 15 guys. I don't know how many guys they bring in on a year-to-year basis, but when you bring in those talented classes and the guys that are his own, I think that's going to be a huge part of that transition and just being able to develop the talent that's already there as well, which I've I've loved what I've kind of been hearing from him. He's, he's been saying that he's not just going to come in and, and change everything. He's going to embrace with the guys that are that are already there, embrace the culture that's already there. He's going to get to know some of the former guys. I already got the opportunity to meet him. I'm sure you guys will get to meet him at some point. He's going to you know, figure out what's, what what works best for his football team and not just try and say, this is my way, this is what we're going to do, and I don't really care what happened in the past. He's embracing you know, all the coaches. He talks about all the former coaches from Bielema to Anderson to Jim Leonard and all that stuff. So I think that's that's really, really cool what he's doing. I'm I'm truly excited to see what was going to come from this football team. Like, I'm, I've been seeing all the hype videos for them in the weight room, you know, getting, getting crawled in, got, got the lights flickering on the squat rack. I've been juiced up. And I, even, even during training camp right now, I've been, been seeing what he's doing. They, I'm listening to some podcasts and whatnot. They lining up in one-on-ones, you know, first period out of practice, out of stretch. You know, we used to do the badger drill and whatnot. I don't think we did that when you were there. So, little badger drill, like one-on-one, <laughs> like – like head up, hitting heads. Get that <laughs> they, they energy going some, yeah, before Some practice. sort of that nature. But I've, I've been really – they're really preaching competition, which I think is huge. Those guys got to compete with one another in order to take it to that next step because that competition starts with them before you even, you know, step out on the football field against Buffalo week one. But for the position groups, what position groups are y'all excited? I know obviously one more probably D-line, so it's probably corner. Maybe know. something different. But what position group y'all excited yeah, about this year? 
I was about to say, I'm excited to, you know, everybody going to say quarterback is <laughs> big. Everybody going to say receiver. I mean, uh, running back, which, you know, we we always got, uh, you know, some big dogs at running back. But I'm going to go receiver, man. Yeah. I'm going to go receiver. You know, just the stuff that I've been seeing uh, from the videos, it looked like, and not saying we didn't before, but it just looked like the the offense that they're that they they've been putting in, um, it's it's giving the guys a lot of opportunities to to move the ball. I feel like previously, you know, a lot of times we all you know we, we became one dimensional, right? Yeah. You know, a lot of people started stacking the box, um, you know, and, and playing a lot of man coverage. But when you have some guys that you know um, that can go make some plays, man, oh. getting out of them breaks, you know, take some people deep. Um, you know, you, you you start to see a lot of stuff, you know, open up. So I'm excited for the receivers. Uh, I, I've been seeing, you know, one name I've been seeing a lot, uh, Skylar Bell, man. He's been, yeah, he been, yeah. he been doing it big. <laughs> and actually, you know, where I noticed them for real was, uh, like you said, it was a, it was, it was a one practice that they had during camp right out of, right out of a uh, stretch. They went into one-on-ones and, you know, you would think that was the end of practice, yeah. just the way the energy was and how guys was competing. And he made a lot of, you know, he made some some good plays, and, uh, you know, in that one-on-one period. Um, so I'm excited for them. They're, those are the guys that I think are going to take a lot of stress yeah. um, off B.A. to running back and just being able to get him some more, some more easier looks, you know, instead of mm-hmm. those nine-man boxes or, you know, those eight, nine-man boxes where you pretty much know his runs. You know, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sit in some cover three or you're gonna have to you know you're gonna have to you have a safety or extra safety in the back because we're gonna be able to make some plays uh in the passing game. What about you, Warren? What position group you looking forward to watch this year? All right. You know, I was gonna say D line. Oh my god. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm actually uh really excited to see these linebackers. Like we got some really good linebackers uh, in that linebacking core. And I'm like, watching them last year, bro, flying to the ball. Uh, being able to play well in space, playmaking on the ball and coverage, like dude, I'm ready to three three five, bring the three three five to back to uh Madtown. Like I'm just ready to see guys move in space, uh, and just see how they help lead this defense. But you know, looking for my D line guys too. You know what? Yeah, it's gonna be nice. For me, you know, I you know where I'm going. I know, I know where you <laughs> going. Back, you know, Braylon <laughs> Allen, Chez, those two, they got two dogs in the backfield. I think. Those guys should really be chomping at a bit with this offense that's coming in. You know, it's, you know, quote unquote air raid, but they're not just going to you know, throw the ball every single play. Like, I, I love what I saw from him at North Carolina, what he did when he had Javante Williams, Mike Carter. Appreciate both of those dudes one year rush for over a thousand yards. So I think that's a potential for these two. They're going to get a lot of space in the box. You have receivers that bring a lot of receiver recruits or transfers in who, you know, should be able to win one on one coverage to, you know, get that you know, sixth or seventh guy out of the box. They should, they should get some favorable looks. And this dude Braylon, he he 245, and you, you give him a six-man box running the inside zone or power, it's going to be some problems. So I'm sure he's really excited about, you know, this upcoming year. Like I said, I got to talk to, you know, Coach Fickle a little bit and kind of pick his brain about how the offense was going to be this upcoming season. I was like, you know, I see everybody talking about air raid. You see the, the quarterback recruits coming down. I'm going to join the air raid offense. I'm like, hey, yeah. Are y'all truly going to air it out that much or, mm-hmm. or what is it going to be? He's like, like for me, like we're going to get our best players the ball, you know, in their hands. And he said, our best player on offense is our back. So we're going to see it's going to be it's going to look a little different, but we're going to see a lot of carries from those guys. And I think, like I said, they have a lot of potential to create a lot of big plays and get some favorable boxes. It's going to be it's going to be a fun team to watch this upcoming year. Is there any position group that y'all are worried about that? 
you know, maybe we ain't don't have it guys on the roster right now, or we got to wait till the season to see who kind of emerges. You see any, any weaknesses on this team right now? You know, that's the crazy thing. Like I, I really, it's, I, I, I don't want to say, cause obviously there's always, you know, improvement yeah. Um, every off season. Well, every, the past season to the next season, to the, to the new season. But I really don't, you know I mean? We've always had, we've always had a top defense. Like defense yeah. has never been an issue at the University of Wisconsin, right? right? You always, you always had, you know, good edge rushers who could get to the quarterback. You always had linebackers who could get to the quarterback, who could blitz, who could cover. Um, And the secondaries have always been, you know, pretty good as far as, you know, just being able to make plays on the ball. Um, it's just now, and, and then you, you go to the offense side of the ball. Offense has always been able to, you know, run the ball and move the ball. Um, it's, it's 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 really just now putting it all together, right? Yeah. You know, we're transferring quote unquote to the air raid to this air raid offense. So it's just it's now it's gonna be able to just truly see, right? Can we can we move the ball more efficiently in the in the passing game? And mm-hmm. like you said, give you know Braylon some of those those more relieved boxes, but. You know, I've always think we've we've always had the talent at, you know, receiver, running back, but now it's just being able to put it all together. And yes. it's, it's Coach Fickle's, you know, chance to do that. And I think, you know, everything that, you know, they've they've brought to, you know, our team so far, I don't I don't think I don't see a reason why they shouldn't be able to. What about you or any position group you kinda concerned about or you need somebody to emerge at some point to kinda, you know, take the lead of that position? Yeah, um, nah, I really don't have any concerns per se. Uh, like Soldier was saying, I mean, we've always had a great defense. We've always been able to run the ball. You know, we've always had, you know, playmakers. I mean, I think for me, in a sense, I'd like to challenge, you know what I'm saying? I want to challenge the defensive line. I mean, we got a lot of guys. We, left, you know, lost Keanu Benton. We lost Nick Herbig last year, which is, was a ton of our production from a pass rushing standpoint, run stopping standpoint. So to be able to challenge some of those guys up front, you know, we just got a transfer from Temple, uh, Darian Varner. Excited to see what he does up there. Uh, we got some veterans, Isaiah Mullins, Rodas Johnson, uh, James Thompson. So just seeing how guys, seeing how we fill those shoes that Nick Herbig and Keanu Bent left CJ gets, uh, seeing who steps up between Daryl Peterson and Caden Johnson. So we got a lot of guys that you know, have some game experience, but just hasn't stepped into that, you know, I'm that guy role yet. So just trying to see who I really want to challenge him to see who emerges this year as that guy. If I if I had to pick one position group, I'd probably say I'd have to say tight end. And I obviously don't know you know any of the tight ends right now who's gonna be the guy there or if there will be a tight end used as much, you know, as it once was, you know, Wisconsin, we use, you know, three, four, you know, five tight ends, yeah. you know, as many as possible. So I'm, I'm not sure how often a tight end is used in this Phil Longo offense, but I'm just wondering if there's going to be a guy that's going to, you know, emerge and be a Lance Kendricks or a Jake, Jake Peterson or, you know, a Ferguson. Is there going to be a guy who's going to, you know, get that mismatch? Because, you know, with this offense, I feel like the tight end is going to get mismatched on a linebacker probably the majority of the time with the receivers mm-hmm. that we potentially, you know, could beat that man-to-man coverage with. I mean, they may get a safety every now and then, but I feel like just having that guy who can create those mismatches will be huge, especially with the air raid offense. They're going to be running inside zone flashes where they're flashing across the line of scrimmage. He can, you know, fake the, the cutback block and he leaks into the flat and get that, those easy run out of the catch plays like you see, you know, like George Kittle doing and San Fran and stuff like that. So I'm kind of excited. I mean, I'm not like concerned about it, but I'm kind of interested to see who kind of emerges from that position, you know, to kind of, you know, take that step and create that mismatch. Because I think you're running that 
you know, 11 personnel, have that one tight end on the field, you matched up against a linebacker. You all know most linebackers in college football, they're not the greatest in man-to-man coverage. So you got big opportunities to make some big plays there. And then I guess my only other concern, or not really concern, there's a lot of transfer quarterbacks in, you know, air raid offense. So I'm my only potential concern is that those guys don't try and do too much. We'll get to I watched the spring game. I saw those guys. I saw the starter, Tanner Mordecai. Obviously, he has a great arm, all that. He had a few interceptions. So I'm just I'm just concerned those guys don't go out there just trying to, you know, it's air raid. I'm just letting it fly type of thing. You know, yeah. me being a yeah. Wisconsin Badger, we don't we didn't throw the ball that much. So I'm used to us protecting the football, guys just taking a check down and things like that. So I'm just – that's probably my only potential concern for this offense, making sure those guys are making the right decisions and making sure – you know, they, they ain't just trying to let it fly and that type of thing. Knowing that they have guys they can just get the ball to if it's not open down the field, just, you know, dumb it down to Braylon, dumb it down to, you know, DK or whatever those guys. They can make plays with those two- and three-yard passes. So that would be my only concern with it. And I, and I think people don't – people, like you say tight end, you brought up a, a great point, and I don't think people understand how important that position is. And also it's going to help – it's going to help Bray out yeah. a lot. You know what I'm saying? Again – if he gets some of those those six man bots, those seven man bots, he's gonna be able to, you know, I like him one on one against a linebacker. But also when you have a threat of a running back, the running backs that we do have, now you're getting a lot of one on one situations with receivers. And, you know, if you have a tight end that could take advantage of that linebacker, um, that linebacker mismatch. You know, those are those are the big, you know, third and you know, third and four, you know, third and six, you know, when you need just that that little you know, that pass to the sticks and be able to get a first down, that should be, you know, that should be the guy that Tanner is going to, right? You know, we got to have it. I know I got a tight end that I can trust and that can win in these one-on-one situations. I need a first down. I'm going to him. So I'm, I'm excited too, now that you say that about, you know, about the tight end position because yeah. it's extremely important. You look at guys like Kittle um, in the league. You look at guys like, um, I want to say Mark. Andrew, Mark Andrews uh, from yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, from Baltimore. You look at guys like that where they become a quarterback's best friend because they're always going to be in those situations one on one. And again, they're big. They're, they're too big for uh, you know a safety. You don't want to put a corner or a safety on them because they're too big for those guys. And then if you have a linebacker, they're either not fast enough or they can't cover as good. So that that's 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 for sure. Uh, you know, a star. You know, mm-hmm. where you know we can see improvement. Yeah, at, yeah but sure. but I will say when it comes to Tanner Mordecai, he has. You know, all the potential of being, you know, yeah. one of the greater quarterbacks that we've seen at Wisconsin. He has the arm talent, you know, thrown for over 3,000 yards, 3,500 yards, you know, at SMU. He's thrown for 39 touchdowns, which, you know, we, we haven't seen at Wisconsin in such a long there time. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited, too. I just hope he doesn't just go out there, you know, just letting it fly, you know, letting it be his show. But I think from what I've seen so far and what I've heard, he's, he's a good leader. You know, guys are following him along. He's he's energetic. He's bringing the juice and that type of thing. And he has the arm talent to make all the throws. Because like even watching the spring, even with some of the interceptions, he he throwing he throwing the ball with some emphasis. So he is he got and he has a lot of talent at the receiver position. So I hope he's yeah. able to spread the ball around to all these guys. Because I think they did a great job of bringing in different types of body types. You know, from smaller guys, bigger guys, speed guys. I think they have a lot of talent for him to go out there and show his talent because he. He was originally at Oklahoma and then went to SMU. So, I mean, you going to okay. Oklahoma at quarterback, you know, you, you got to you got, you got, be something. <laughs> sure. They think you're going to be something special. But yeah. let's, let's turn the page to the 
to the week one matchup versus Buffalo. What are y'all expectations? What are y'all excited to see? Or any concerns about this matchup? I mean, you know, Buffalo went seven and six last year, so they're kind of a middle of the road team. Their offense scored twenty eight points a game. Defense, you know, gave up twenty six points a game. So they're kind of like middle of the road and whatnot. But you know, college football these days, I, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. You know, before <laughs> I feel like you, you get these today. type of games in the early in the year it was kind of a gimme. You're gonna go out there and you know win sixty five to three, but you know, watching college football these last couple of years, it's everything it's kind been. of a toss up. So, <laughs> so what? Everybody going to play. We was literally, I, I, I just looking at, I was thinking like, man, my senior year, we beat LSU in in Green Bay, and literally the next week, when I tell you, we was in a dog fight <laughs> against Georgia Southern, and I was, I, I remember it was, I want to say it was our last possession on defense. I remember sitting there, you know, it was a TV timeout. And I was like, I'm like, man, bro, we really about to lose to Georgia Southern. <laughs> like, and this was supposed to be a quote-unquote a gimme game. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like you said, college football nowadays, well, if you don't bring your A game, it, it could get dark quick. And, it can, yeah, and sometimes it's like that at your home field, you know? So, I call them trap games. Mm, um, yeah. It's a game we should win. Uh, I think it's going to be – it's going to – I think it'll be a good – Test obviously because it you know it, it now everything is is real it right goes in the win or the L column um but you know I'm just I'm excited and want to see these guys you know just come out and be able to execute offense and be able to execute on defense whatever those calls are obviously you don't open up you know your whole playbook right, right. at the beginning of the season you don't call everything that you know you're gonna you're saving up for you know the bigger games but you know just being able to do the little things right. Um, and I, I think we should. I think we should be good. Yeah. I've watched Buffalo last year. Uh, they do give up points, but they got some dogs. You yeah. know, I, I know that they got a safety that's that's, that's real good. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to make, to be able to, you know, be a, you know, all American is, is, you know, you got to be doing something right. You got to be doing it really, really well. So, uh, you know, they're they're not gonna be no team that you're just gonna be able to walk in and, and you know just coast through. You you're gonna have guys are gonna have to make plays. Guys are gonna have to you know, be put in position uh, to, to be successful. And, you know, I think overall we should be good. What about you, Warren? What's your expectation for this week one game against Buffalo? Yeah, I agree, I agree with everything. So, Jordan said, I think uh, I think it's one of those games where you got to come in and you got to be – you have to be on your P's and Q's. Like you said, there ain't no more gimme games, you know, especially to start the season. But I definitely think this is a game where we can come in, come in and, and, and fine-tune some things before we get into, you know, Big Ten play, you know, a couple of games down the road. Um, but it's definitely where we, we got to be buttoned up on both sides of the ball. It's attention to detail. Uh, we can't go in with that, you know, we just going to smack <laughs> them in talent. It doesn't seem to been there, done that. Yeah. It ain't pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those games where, like we said, guys got to be buttoned up. But I do expect us to go in there and, and handle business, yeah. you know, especially, especially being at home. Uh, with the crowd and and the fans and the noise and all that stuff, expect these guys to be juiced up and, and go out and put on a good show. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm excited for that week one match. I'm not I'm not sure what they expect. Obviously, you got new offense coming in, new coach, new defense. You know, fickle first time. You know, in front of the fans. You know, a lot of yeah. these transfers first time. You know, playing in front of the fans. So I feel like it's a game we should win by at least you know 17 plus points. I'm not expecting them to go out and win. You know, forty to zero or forty to seven type of thing, and it's gonna be some adversity. You know, this first game, obviously, a lot of these guys they haven't been in the same locker room for you know quite some time. So, you know, say 
Mordecai throw an interception. What is his head going to be like? Or one of these receivers, they're not getting the ball like they thought they was going to get the first week. It's just like, you know, what's going to happen when they all face a little adversity? I, ex- I expect for them to win this football game, you know, pretty convincingly. But now I'm not expecting them to go out there and win by, by 40 points. But I'm, I'm sure those guys will be chomping at the bit. And these are the type of games you got to go out there and perform well. Don't let these, don't give these guys any life. You gotta expect those, you know, those trick plays. You expect the fake punts. Expect all that. They, they want to go out there. They want to, they want to beat Wisconsin. You know that first sure. game. That's, yeah. that's what kind of gets their season going. You know, who we played that one year one where you, you had to win in uh you batted the ball down. Uh, He's like, yeah, uh, uh, Western Illinois. Western Illinois with, with David yeah, Johnson. That was close. I remember that was like one the second. Point. Oh, that was my official that was visit. <laughs> yes, bro. That was my official visit. Uh, I'm like, obviously, you know, y'all probably like this a cupcake game. Like, I'm finna say looking like Yeah, so so we thought, yeah. We, <laughs> so, bro, I think we we scored less than twenty points that game, I think. Bro, it came down to a last possession. Yeah, you get these teams life, man. They they feed mm-hmm. off of that. They have confidence in it. Like like I said, they have some players on this football team. They got all American safety. They got a linebacker who was all Mac, who had you know top five in the oh. nation and like tackles. So they they got some players on this football team yeah. and quarterback threw for three thousand last year too. Yeah, and yeah. He, and he quarterback got the ball around. Senior. So they had yeah. like two solid backs. One of them ended up getting hurt last year. So I'm sure they're gonna be excited to play on play on TV. You know, play one of these bigger name schools. I'm sure for these sure. guys gear up for mm-hmm. this game. And like I said, the first game you don't know. You know what you're gonna get. They don't know what they're gonna get from us. We don't know what they're gonna get from them. So they can come out with a completely different offense than what what you've been watching on tape, or a completely different defense than what you've been yeah. watching on tape. So a lot of things can happen that week one, but it's it's definitely gonna be very exciting, man. And I'm, what do you think is gonna be the possible you know win total for this team? How, how far do you think this team could can go this upcoming season? And you see them winning seven games. You see them winning, going undefeated, six games under five hundred, which. <laughs> What y'all expectations for this team this year? <laughs> we gonna be in December. What is it? first Saturday in December? Yeah, yeah. We go. We gonna be back. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I feel it. You know, the last couple of years, we definitely had a. You know, it was it was a little drop off. Um, and then also just being, even with even with the drop off, you know, a lot of those losses where you could tell just it was a couple plays. You know what I'm saying? That that we were just missing. Um, but. I'm putting all faith in Coach Fickle, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just me personally. I'm going to put all my faith. I'm going to say, you know, we're going to be in December. Um, obviously, you know the games we got to win. Yeah. I know, you know, I know we got Ohio yeah. State. You know, we we want to be on to, you know, in, in January or usually that New Year's yeah. New Year's Day for the playoffs and everything. Um, you know, we got, you know, you know what teams we got to beat. Yeah. And, you know, as, as long as we in a dogfight and we able to compete, um, you know, I like us. Plus, plus, you got to think Coach Fickle. I know Coach Fickle going to be amped up to go back oh, yeah. to Ohio oh, State. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. You know, oh, that, that's sure. the type that of play that's going to be you know, wild. As a player man. and as a coach, yeah, that you, you know, you, you want to be in those type of environments, right? And we've all played at Ohio State. We know mm-hmm. that you, Ohio State, crazy. Ready you know, to go. So I, I'm excited <laughs> for these guys. But I, I see us in December for sure. That's just me, though. Yeah. I don't, don't, you know, people watching this don't take no, you know, <laughs> soldier ain't saying, you know, we, we, but for me, um, you know, we gotta be, we gotta be in the, you know, in Indy or wherever, you know, the Big Ten Championship is now. What you want, what's your expectations? Where, where they finish at this year? What, what, what's their win total? What's your, I know what my expectation is, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> on Wisconsin, but, uh, <laughs> but nah, I think, 
like I said, I think we got the formula. We got the guys. You know, we have players. We have guys that can go out there and make plays, can and can can make it in crunch time. We have the physicality. We've shown that. Obviously, we came off of a down year last year uh, with a lot going on. But, you know, definitely excited to have Coach Fickle, you know, driving the boat. I mean, <laughs> I'm expecting <laughs> us to boat. be in December. <laughs> dry, let, let me drive the boat. <laughs> But I, you know, I expect this to be in December as well. Um, you know, I expect this to be in the Big Ten championship game. You know, playing somebody, don't care who it is, but I expect this to be in it. Um, uh, to be able to show strong late in the season, going into December, you know, that's something we're built on is is being physical, tough, and durable, especially late in the season. So I'm excited about that. Um, I had to put a win total on it. I'm gonna say undefeated for everybody listening, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I got like I like like I said earlier, like I, I definitely see us going into December as well, uh, like so Jordan said. So I'm excited for it. Definitely getting that axe back. So you making did, sure we get oh, keep all sure, our trophies man. this year. We definitely not losing a trophy game. <laughs> not happening. Don't don't think about it. So you, you saying undefeated? So what you think it's you hear me? over under over under nine I'm, and a half wins? What you what you think? Oh, over, over. for sure. <laughs> over man, over. But like like Warren said too, that ax that ax getting that back is so important, yeah. man. Like shoot, when y'all was there, you know when I when I was there, like Minnesota couldn't even sniff that thing. You couldn't know what I'm saying? So it. so you know we definitely got to get you know it's, it's little things that that. Uh, you know, little, um, you know, stars that you got, you know, next to certain games that is for mm-hmm. sure important. Like, those are the little things that you go into every year, right? Winning all the trophy games, especially, you know, against Minnesota and getting that axe back. Um, but, yeah, I got us over I, – I got us over 10 for sure. Uh, but that's just, you know, that's just me having faith, <laughs> you know, and, and pride in our yeah. school. I'm with you. But, uh, yeah. yeah, 10 for sure. So, Warren's undefeated. So, I know – I know. <laughs> so, I know for his sure, over 10. I, I think very well we could be over 10 wins. I think the three games is going to make the difference for this season. Iowa, Ohio State, and Minnesota. Those are going to be the, the three mm-hmm. determining games, whether we you make it to the Big Ten Championship or, you know, we there watching. But I think very well, you know, we can win, you know, 10-plus games this upcoming season. I think they have the guys on the roster. I think it was already a solid roster. I think they just have to, you know, come together, obviously, when they're playing these, you know, lesser opponents. you got to handle business. And when it comes to the Ohio States, I wouldn't say you have to play a perfect game, but like I said, you're going to face some adversity at some point during those games. you got to be able to rally the troops. Sure. And I feel like this is one of those years where obviously Ohio State, they got all the talent in the world there, but they got the questions at the quarterback position. So this is one of them years we should be able to take advantage of that. Just got to be able to cover up them dogs on the outside because they got some yeah. <laughs> they got some boys out there. But Boy. <laughs> they definitely got it, bro. It's, it's, it, should be, it should be fun, man. I'm, I'm excited for this upcoming season. Excited for Coach Fickle to coach these guys up. I think they they have everything they possibly need, man. But, but so could you share kind of like a story because they're kind of in a similar you know transition to when you know Coach Anderson yeah. you know came in as the head coach and it's a little bit different because Coach Chris got fired. Coach Bielema ended up you know getting a new job at Arkansas. But could you kind of talk how that transition is having a new coach come in? Man, see that. I had y'all boys. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, and and that was key for me. Like, I mean, all the the people that I leaned on in that situation, you know, just walking into like again, coming a kid coming from South Florida, you know, uh, obviously I was recruited by Coach B, and then everything happened. So you know, later in the year, right? I think Coach B ended up leaving to go to Arkansas, 
probably like right before y'all bowl game. game. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was coming in January. So, you know, obviously a, a freshman walking into a situation where I don't know anybody, you know, I, me and you just, I knew you from down here, obviously. And then, you know, a couple of other guys. So just being able to have, you know, solid people to lean on to, um, I think is extremely important for a lot of the guys that are kind of similar to my situation, you know, just walking in and it's, it's a whole new coaching uh, regime. But um, I mean, I think it's also, it's, it's also gives you everybody a clean slate, you know, to, to show the coaches what you can truly do. And, um, every, I think that is, that's extremely important when it comes to, you know, trying to get on the field, trying to be one of those players that could, you know, uh, have an impact on, you know, the season this year. Um, just a, a couple, a story. Let me see a story. <laughs> uh, I mean, my freshman year was, my freshman year was extremely fun, you know, being able to play in a, you know, I, I was fortunate to play in a lot of those big games. Um, but, uh, you know, it, what we had against Arizona State, obviously, yeah. it ain't come out in our favor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it ain't come out in our favor. But, um, you know, just being able to, like, to play in those type of atmospheres, right, playing in Arizona State. Then I want to say maybe the week after or two weeks after that, we went to Ohio State. Yeah. To me, that was like, you know, that's everything that I dreamed of, right? That was college game day, um, being able to see, you know, Kirk Curb Street out there on the field. Uh, LeBron was there, which was crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember literally, you know, walking on the field. And I'm like, you know, dang, that's LeBron. Like, you know, just playing against, you know, all the stars that Ohio State had that, that year. And then just being able to share the field with you guys. You know, um, yeah. Orland was a big deal, yeah. you know, around that time, you know, when, when my freshman year. Uh, you know, I'll never forget. We was – it was uh, – it was, it was in the fourth quarter. It was a series. It was actually the series where he – him and Carlos Hyde met in a hole twice. <laughs> they met in a hole twice. I'm talking about, uh, you know, clashing. Thunder. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. thunder for sure. Um, you know, it was a TV timeout. You know, we was just sitting there and, you know, uh, he looked at me. He was like, you know, Sojourn, like, you can't beat this. This is what it's all about, you know? And it, I just kind of, you know, took it all in because I looked around and I'm like, man, like, I'm really playing in front of, you know, 100,000 plus and, you know, um, you know, here it is. I'm out here with, you know, uh, a Wisconsin, you know, great, you know, and he, he telling me, you know, this is what it's about. So, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of the guys that's coming in, man, just, you know, just give it your all, um, give it your all and, and you know, show the, the, show the coaches, but not all, show the older guys too. Like, you know, you guys could trust me, right. You know, when we get into those tight situations where we got to have it, you know, you know, they can lean on you to make those plays. And that's a, that's a wrap for this first episode of the Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. You guys like, comment, subscribe, tell us, you know, whatever you want to hear more from us. We're going to bring you some, some interviews, possibly with some of our teammates, maybe, you know, some coaches, some former coaches. So we'll be bringing you news all season long. So see, catch y'all next time. Wisconsin, baby. What?